0: This is Eldritch Buds, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast. What's up, Eldritch Buddies?
1: Oh, what what buddy? The Buddies. <laughs>
0: Joining me for tonight's show is Josh, still wet, still
2: stinky, still jinxy. Scott,
3: feeling free and looking for source number three. Hayes,
4: Wills, not uh, quite as good as rhyming as Hayes. Level 8 Sorcerer Rogue Zed.
2: Speedy. In the same boat as Zed, Chode. And Bebo. The
1: tiny tinker gnome who is feeling like Jesus, Grimble. Can I ask why? I uh, just T-pose last time from the... Yeah, that's a, oh,
4: that's yeah, a fallback yeah, right. to <laughs> the crucifix.
0: Yeah, hey, speaking of calling back to last episode, I'm Connor, your DM, uh, who can't do math and does not uh, doesn't know how many feet are in a mile um, my defense for that is we use kilometers in this country and that's the uh, that's the preferred system aka metric fuck you imperial let's hit the intro music God's fired bra, bra.
2: Previously on Eldritch Buds. With the power source removed, the faded chapel starts plummeting towards the ground below. During the descent, Hayes grabs the power source and puts it in his bag, and Choad has enough time to find out the location of the Tower of Rylea. Just before the chapel crashes, the Red Hand band escapes danger by using the magic carpet and two conjured giant eagles. With the chapel destroyed, the group decides to take a moment to plan what they're going to do next and if they should use the power source for themselves or save it for Pythos. After planning and flying a bit farther towards the tower, the group takes a long rest. However, because of the conditions of Weirgazam, Zed and Haze are unable to do so. What lies ahead as they get closer to the tower? Will they be able to stop Tyok? Let's find out. So with Jinxie's birds and
0: Chode's rug, you are able to shorten the four to five day journey from the Faded chapel, rest in peace, towards the tower of Vrylia. However, in the chaos, Chode was unable to read the clue on the chapel wall to see what challenges face you all. With time ticking down on the clock for the spell cast on Emily's body, we are seriously close to approaching the Eldritch Buds version of Endgame. With that, most of you awaken refreshed and well rested. But Hayes and Zed were up tossing and turning all night due to the negative energy of this awful place. The exhaustion levels for you to remain and the long rest did not hit. Now that it is morning and light out, you can see the journey that you took yesterday has brought you farther west than you first anticipated. In the faint distance way on the edge of the horizon, looking westward, you can see the sea line you anticipate that reaching the shore would take roughly two days, but showed you know from seeing the map in the faded chapel, that the tower is between you and the coast. So realistically, you're about a day's flight or so from facing your toughest challenge yet, Tyok. The wastes of Gazam are as cold as ever in this morning, but the farther west you travel, you notice that there's a thick cloud-like fog that wasn't nearly as bad as in other parts of this province. You still hear no birds chirping or other animals in this region. It's quite still and silent. Zed, you begin your day by hearing a familiar voice in your head. Is this working? Zed, can you hear me, my friend? I wanted to check in as I have not heard a report from any of you in weeks. I'm starting to become very worried that you've all been kidnapped too. Please reply. Kisses.
4: Uh, John, is is that you? Who else would it be, my boy? Uh, literally no one else, but just clarifying. It's been a while. It's been a long couple days. I'm pretty tired. I didn't get any sleep last night because Hayes just kept talking and talking and talking. We were up the whole night.
0: Zed, I fear without my daughter, I'm becoming a little unhinged. Oh, quiet, Korg. I haven't been that bad. Uh, but yes, um, I must admit uh, to having urges of slipping into my old life and taking things into my own hands. If if you uh, lot don't, don't really know what else to do, um, please do your best to bring Emily home safe. Uh, any reports? I, I'm running out of slots here, so this will be the last uh, reply.
4: Uh, how's Cork doing? Sad, I haven't heard his name in a while. Last time we saw him, he wasn't doing too great.
0: Okay, you don't hear anything else. Ah, shit. of slots. As he ran out of slots to cast a spell, and you did not give him a report, so that's good. Um.
4: (laughs) (laughs) If he couldn't reply anyways, it wouldn't have mattered what I said.
3: I mean, he would have gotten the information he wanted, but I don't know (laughs) if that's information we wanted to give
4: him, so. Yeah, I was also trying to, like, beat around the bush a little bit.
3: And
0: you succeeded. Bush was okay, great. <laughs> Red Hand Band, Eldritch Buds.
2: How would you like to start your day? Joe didn't. He was in his standby mode, so he could also hear Hayes just like murmuring in his sleep the whole night. Um, so he kind of moved away to like get in his own space. And while he's sitting there, and he's thinking about like what he read from like the pieces that he found at the chapel. And he's starting to think that maybe they do need another power source. And he's starting to think, why would we give a power source to a guy that claims to want to be evil? And he tried to kill us. And he called us names. And so... He's he's been thinking a lot about that, and he's gonna start the day by turning to the group and being like, "Looks, hello, good mornings. I I know this is probably not what you want to hear when the first things in the mornings, but I think I'm changing my mind on." ...whether we should give Pythos this power source. As much as it makes sense... ...because it made the thing float... ...and his castle's floating... ...honestly, frick that guy. I'm I'm sorry. Like... He... Sure, I feel bad he's stuck up days, but... ...if we give him this and he comes down... ...then aren't we just giving someone a platform to become evil? Is that really what... We should be doings. Yeah, and he seemed to just hoard things anyway. He doesn't yeah. need this.
3: Hayes has been up all night murmuring. um, Everyone just kind of sues about Ram shit. He's just been holding the bag with the power source in it and kind of just been sarcasm. Give me
1: the And just
3: constantly being like, don't use it. Don't use it. And just though it's just not been a good night of that, so as soon as he hears this, just bolts up right. Just, he just attacked us and, and honestly, it's just only up there by choice. The only reason he needs it is so he can have a flying lair and I don't know what he's really done to deserve a flying lair. That's true. And like we said, the deal technically was if we get a, a power source if, if, if we're dealing with Tyok at three there's a fourth out there for like a casual victory lap that we get to at some point and then he gets that one.
2: We did not say what times. Not at all. That
3: is, he agreed to a deal with very loose
4: parameters.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> First well,
4: mistake. To answer your question uh, earlier, Hayes, I would probably say Chode, uh then Jinxie, then Grimble. Um, but to this question or statement, um, I, th- I gotta say, I think I'm with you guys. I. I- Yeah. He did, I mean, I'm into the whole, you know, honor your word thing, but yeah, now that you guys are mentioning it, he just promised to be evil, and I feel like (laughs) us not giving him this power source is kind of probably the thing that he would do to us, if he got the opportunity.
2: Absolutely. In the moment, he kind of seemed like an okay guy, but... Looking back, I don't know. Hmm.
1: He's
3: not
2: even here to defend himself, you monsters. He's, he's the
1: monster. He's
3: <laughs> a coward
4: who doesn't come along.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, you know what? At least Vetus, when he tried to kill us after we first met him, he at least hung out with us <laughs> after. And and he turned out to be an alright guy, but Yeah. I mean Yeah, I don't I don't know what to say. You've swung me, Chode.
3: Yes. I'm holding the bag open like that scene in Pulp Fiction when they're looking in the briefcase, and it's just, like, shining at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, we get... Particularly at a very a very tired-looking Zed, just being, like, trying to get him to remember the boost we got the last time. And just being like, hmm? Hmm?
4: <laughs> Look, I mean... If we're gonna fight a Beholder, I gotta imagine we need all the help we can get. Yeah. And isn't the betterment of the world and of you know, small child girl, better than that of a wannabe evil guy?
2: Yeah, wannabe evil dragon. Couldn't even be that.
4: Okay, he's a cobalt, let's call it what it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, was he was he so evil he gave us some soup and tea afterwards, sent us away with a packed lunch, like... He I'm, did
4: try and rob us and kill us.
1: Not to mention a nose full of copper.
2: Yeah, that's that's still sticking with me.
3: I'm gonna take my thermos out and I'm just <laughs> taking like a casual sip and then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna spit it out. I'm like, <laughs> the, the thermos was made of humans? Like that <laughs> was an agreed upon fact and also A clear sign of some guy being evil. (laughs) I just... And I'm just gonna try to, like, throw it away. Be like, whoa, was not okay with that. Until... That's not good.
1: Gribble sees this, and he immediately is swayed, too. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Makes it all
3: (laughs) But Like, what happened to those people? He made thermoses out of them. Really good ones, too. He knew he had time to practice that.
4: That stuff was still hot. Or cold. He took classes for that skill. All right, so... Just... So we're all on the same page and, and no one feels out in the cold here. All in favor of using the power source for ourselves, say I. Aye. Aye.
1: Yes, aye. aye.
4: Aye. And then hold the bag out. And I. And anyone opposed? Good, because there was no one left. <laughs>
3: That was a trap. That was a trick, just to see if there was anyone sneaking up on us. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah some guy in the just back. Just hear from the bushes. Yeah,
3: make, make the roll of wisdom save to see if they can resist the social urge to be like, and me too. So
0: it's going to say Minicho hangs his head as he
2: didn't get a vote. Oh, Minicho is still dead right now. He's still in box True. form.
4: True. He, he
2: hangs his box.
4: <laughs> so what did we do last time? Do we all have to touch it, or
3: how does this work? I think, well, so when I grabbed it to put it in the bag, it asked me if I wanted to accept kind of its power alone. And I I said, no, everybody's, you're welcome. Well, I could have said yes. Uh, But yeah, I think we just try to touch it all together and we accept it again. And we see where that takes us. All right, worth a shot. Let's do it. Hands in on three. And we do a hands in, but it's on the orb.
2: Where Where is it out
3: yet? I'm kind of like scooching it halfway out of the bag, if you could imagine. Like, I've shuffled it to the top.
1: Okay. So who's
2: touching it first? Uh-oh. I
1: think all at the same time.
2: Okay,
4: no, nothing happens. Nothing happens? Well, this um, isn't good. Anyone feel anything? I'm going to cast Message to Chode. Okay. Uh, hey, uh... Jordan, are you getting anything here? Because I'm not. And I'm kind of starting to think that Hayes took the power for himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't hate anything, Jesus.
3: I'm sweating like a magician whose trick has gone wrong. <laughs> and I just <laughs> desperately fumble it out of the bag. I no, no, the problem is it, it talks to you if you just touch it, trust me. And I'm just going to start rubbing this thing all over.
0: So you're holding it by yourself?
3: At this point, sure, I guess.
0: At this point, you alone hear a voice in your head. And it speaks to you
2: and says, Are you going to claim me? Did it say anything to you?
3: It's asking if I'm going to claim it. I got a real quick time limit, I think, here, boys. What do we do? If this is a one-person thing, do we... Yeah?
2: Yep, yep. Who should
4: get it? Wait,
3: I'm going to immediately look like, um, at jinxing, confirming it for me. I'm going to go... I'm going to answer it yes. Okay. <laughs> you coward. Not Hayes, but Scott, you coward. <laughs> Hayes was yeah. looking for any reason. The first sign of affirmation just Yeah, yeah, no, totally, it's just, yeah, thanks, JC.
4: Scott was okay. looking for any reason, you <laughs> son of a
3: bitch. <laughs> they both were. They both were.
0: Haze. What form are you in right now? Are you in Cambrio? Or are you in Hayes? Like what do you look like?
3: I haven't gone back into I've been changing like just Hayes form since okay. the fight with the shadows.
0: Your pale, translucent skin becomes itchy and your back most of all starts to vibrate it starts to things under your skin begin to crawl and two angelic wings (gasps) spring from your back yo you immediately gain 30 feet of flying speed and once per day you can cast levitate at the second level
2: oh my flying Gabriel.
1: okay
0: And the, Ar- the arcane source, by the way, uh, fades as it's enveloped into your body.
4: Zed looks to Chode. Uh, well, I think it's pretty clear now.
2: I would have looked ridiculous with wings, so I'm glad I was it base.
4: I take
3: off into the sky, just go,
4: shape change, away! And I just <laughs> rip off into the clouds again. Okay. At a whopping walking speed. At 48 miles an hour.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Call that. Universal speed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so you see Hayes
1: kind of floating above you guys, flying through the sky. Oh, I was going to look to the rest of the group. Um, did... Did he just turn into an angel?
2: Turned into something with wings.
1: What? I've never seen that before. What? What's going on?
4: Uh, what's going on is Hayes... Definitely just claimed this power source for himself.
2: Yeah, he, he kind of did that.
3: Yeah. You guys look up and I crest in front of the sun, and I just like both wings are out in front of me, and
4: it's just like <laughs> illuminating me from behind, and I look beautiful. <laughs> I'm getting real, real Icarus vibes right now.
1: Grimble just has the urge to do uh, the teamwork. I can go right closer! <laughs> Is he worse
2: than Pithos?
4: Chode, if you thought it was tough to babysit this guy before, he can fly now.
2: Uh, he's an adult now, apparently, so no more babysitting's over he's.
4: He's, he's 14, Chode. Just because he told you he's an adult.
2: Flyer at uh, uh, yeah, going, I'm
4: 14! <laughs> I'm 12. And
2: I'm an adult.
4: You're yeah, but, but you were You were <laughs> built that way.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's so...
4: <laughs> all right well um i guess we might as well be on our way guys uh i'd love to get closer to town and maybe give another shot some rest i'm i'm not feeling too hot
0: yeah there's and good. sorry by town do you mean you're trying to get to the tower of rylea
4: uh yeah i guess i envision in zed's brain that there was like a you know, maybe a village or something surrounding it, but I've never been there, so who knows? Yeah, cool. I think our game plan was sort of
3: complete our journey and then kind of camp out before engaging our destination.
0: So how are the travel plans now? Like, who's on the carpet? Jinxie, I assume you're maybe doing birds again? Yeah, the...
2: the Actually... Hayes, do you think you could fly
3: me? Uh... I almost guarantee that I can't, mm-hmm. but I am willing to try.
2: I would love to try.
3: I'm going to try to fly Jinxy.
0: Uh Roll me a strength check, please. That's a 13.
3: Hmm. A
0: 13. Uh, you, uh, you begin kind of yanking on, I don't know, his, his trunk, his shoulders, and you get him all of like three inches off the ground, and you <laughs> <laughs> just struggling to hold. It's
3: working. It's very raggedy, like it's very up and down. Like I'm, it's not a smooth it's like fu, 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 fu.
0: It's like the it's like the German caterpillar from A Bug's Life when he turns <laughs> yeah, yeah, into a butterfly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That's how
2: I, I envision Jinxie a lot of the time, actually. <laughs>
3: Just like this. <laughs> oh, I am flying! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh, how's Jinxie like it? Oh, this this feels so great.
1: As he's getting like slammed into the ground. And, like... <laughs>
3: He's hitting everything that's not literally on the ground. Every yeah. rock, every root, everything that protrudes slightly above ground level, he's just bashing his feet into.
0: Yeah, Jinxy you take three feet damage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But he has advantage because they're hooves. <laughs> yeah, Take two hoof damage. <laughs>
4: two hoof damage. He's got fresh horseshoes on.
2: Oh, Cambrio, you're doing such a good job. Keep keep it up.
4: Uh, I'm
3: not going to keep it up, though, because I want to try to sneak in a short rest because I'm very hurt still. Uh, so I'm gonna see if I can't beg Chode for a ride on the carpet by explaining the terrible toll and burden that I'm now shouldered with as I deal with this horrible physical manifestation that will surely mark me as an outcast amongst people that I will never <laughs> be able to do anything about. So, I should get to ride on the carpet as well, please. <laughs>
4: mm. Just for at least an hour, perhaps? There's, There's just not a lot of Room with yeah. me, and Jordan Grimble already on here. <laughs> do
2: you eagles. birds for an
4: hour? Jinx-y. You kind of have wings now, man. I'm so tired.
1: I'm so sleepy. You
4: should have thought of that before you claimed the wings. I asked.
2: You didn't I'm get a I'm consensus try to do. Doll.
4: You ever see
3: those things? Jinx, are you on a bird?
2: Yeah, Jinx, you went. You ever see that thing where like roots.
3: a plane tries to refuel a plane in the air? I'm going to try to <laughs> do that, but attempt to land on this bird and hitch a ride there. But doing a cool little anime, like, and getting, like, smaller as I land on the bird to just, like, a nicer weight. Like, a little, little gnome size cambrio. Dare I say a gnome baby cambrio? No, not a baby. It's not a legal matter of foot.
0: So we're all flying now and just making sure we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. So you take off west towards the shore. You can see in the distance. However, as previously mentioned, this thick fog is ever-present. And the further that you ascend, the harder it is to breathe. Um, in fact, so much so that you find it extremely difficult to continue. And I need everybody to please roll me a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Um,
2: what if I don't breathe?
0: Uh, it's not a lung situation. This, this feels very much like the embodiment of the negative energy of Weirgazam, as if being emitted from a certain tower
3: westward. Oh, okay. That's a 16 for Haze. Ten, 10 for Jinxie. 10 for Zed. 25
4: for Jode. Ooh. Uh,
1: 17 for Grimble. All of you feel your vision
0: begin to fade. <sighs> chode and grimble you feel like you should have the willpower to force through this thick fog but something something about it just doesn't feel natural all of your visions go black you all find yourself now in a magical sleep almost comatose separated now in the recesses of your own mind, each of you feels like you need to pass an inner challenge to succeed at traveling towards the Tower of Rylea. Chode, you have always been seen as a husk of metal made only for killing and drinking. But is there more to you than that? Is there a brain inside of the robot? Or are you no more living than the metallic laser gun between your legs? This is a brain challenge for you. Oh God. Showed you open your eyes and immediately see a large sphinx, alone with stars and celestial bodies behind it. You yourself are in the vacuum of a place that you've never been before. He says, Warforged, your challenge is as follows. Can you successfully answer three of my five riddles? Uh, I'm good at try. We will begin. What has a gold tail A gold head,
2: but no body. Oh, I'm filled with those. They're uh, coins, gold coins. Correct. It can pierce armor and ruin blades,
0: but by itself, it is harmless. What is it? Uh, Sorry, can you say that one more times? It can pierce armor, and ruin blades, but by itself, it is harmless. What is it?
2: Ruin armor, and can bite blades? Bite, bite blades? Pierce armor, ruin blades. Uh, I might need a hint here, can I get a hint?
0: The Sphinx looks at you and uh, the DM says, if you'd like to roll an intelligence check please, I will give you one hint. You get one hint through these five riddles. Right. And if you're burning it now, this is it. All right. Oh, not bad for me, 12. The Sphinx says, perhaps if you were to spend enough time in a river, it would
2: happen to you. God damn it, it was what I fucking uh, Oh, it's rust. Correct. Too correct. Just gotta go to with go. my gut here, Jesus. <laughs> it
0: continues. What is black in color when bought, red when used, and white when you throw it away?
2: Uh, Oh, I knows. It's uh, it charcoals, the stuff that you, you put in fires, that stuff. Correct. Yes. You have
0: succeeded my challenge. However, I have two riddles to go. If you would like, I'd like to pose an additional challenge. Okay. If you'd like to continue and get both of my remaining riddles correct, I will give you a reward. If you fail, it's as if you failed the whole thing. Hmm. Nah, I'm good. You may be released, and a flash of white light. Congratulations, Chode. You have passed your inner challenge. Huzzah! Happy, Chode. Jinxie. In your slumber, you are awoken by a large roar.
2: <gasps>
0: you feel completely soaked. Your eyes shoot open, and you can see that you're in a body of water. A large troll roars again. Your comrades are fighting gnolls on a cargo ship that you recognize. Chode yells at you from the ship. Would you get out of the river for frick's sake and help us out, Jesus? When you try and stand, you feel stuck. You can see that your friends are getting more and more annoyed at you. Their faith in you is dwindling. They all fight, yet you lounge in the river splashing around. What do you do? What can I do? That is the... the real question. Well, your friend just told you to get out of the river. Does Jinxie have to do the exact same thing? No, you feel like you have conscious control of this moment.
1: Okay, Jinxie gonna to listen
4: to Choad this time around learn from his mistakes and uh sort of pick himself up in his you know wet moppy, moppy fur
0: uh okay hold on to do so you feel like the river is almost holding you down I need from you a strength check to try and break out of the river's grasp to change history okay uh nat 20 <sighs> okay <sighs> So you pop right out. You're able to break free of the river's grasp, and you stand. Next, I need you to make a dexterity check, as a troll from overhead swings a large tree trunk at you. Uh, 17. Okay, You're able to jump out of the way as the large tree trunk club aimed at you swings over top. You're now able to climb back into the boat. Finally, I need an intelligence check from you. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, 16. Oh, man. Oh, this is... You met the DC on it. You're able to rack your brain and remember from the past that the fastest way for success in this place is to strike the tree blocking you. Excellent. Remembering. Last, I need you, Jinxie, to make an attack roll to try and destroy the log and help your friends out of danger. Okay, 19 to hit. Okay, that hits. What are you using, my friend? Jinxie's uh, scimitar. So you're at the front of the ship, just kind of leaning over and smashing down into this log. Excellent. I need you to roll me damage, please. Okay, that's a 7. A seven. Unfortunately, (laughs) you picked a melee weapon as a druid (laughs) and only dealt seven damage to the log when you needed ten. Unfortunately, Jinxie, close though you came, you failed your inner challenge. A white light flashes and we move on. Zed, your eyes open at John's kitchen table. Mildred is cooking stew behind you, and John has just draped a blanket over your shoulders. You remember that this is the day that John found you and brought you back to his estate. So you can't remember anything, eh kid? Well, until you do, I'm happy to put you up. But Instead of what really happened next, John beginning to tell you about his bright daughter Emily, something changes in this vision. John stands menacingly and looks at you with darkness in his eyes. He says, "'Memory's been difficult for you since this day, Zed. "'To succeed this challenge, "'let's see how much you remember of your journey. I'm gonna ask you five tribute questions about episodes of Eldritch Buds, and you're gonna have to answer three of them correct.
4: Probably won't, but let's do it.
0: Let's find out. Question number one. What was the original name of the Orc Bard ship originally owned by Vengar that you stole?
4: Is there a second part to this question?
0: What is the ship's name
4: Uh, well, I might as well guess. I definitely don't know it. Zed does not remember the name of the ship. He remembers being kind of annoyed with Cambrio that day. Uh, I'm going to roll a history check if that's all right, DM.
0: Sure, so this is going to be your one clue. Your one check through this. Okay, roll a history check, please. That was an eight. An eight? You think it has something to do with Vetus. Oh, God.
4: So it's just going to guess Vetus because that's all it <laughs> can remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wah, wah. That is an incorrect answer. The correct answer was the swinging bard. It had nothing to do with Vetus. The eight betrayed you.
4: That makes a lot of sense.
0: Question two What color was the scarf? that Regale stole from the ship? Purple. Two incorrect answers. It was yellow, my friend. Shocker. Question three. What is the name of the town that the Erasmus estate is closest to?
4: depends who you ask, either Botan or Beaumont. I was going to say, there's two
0: potential answers. You got them both correct. Excellent. So you are one for three. Question four. Where did Branigan Ashfoot work as head cleric in Capilon?
4: He worked at that shitty place full of douchey clerics. Uh, The house of an imp.
0: Correct, two for four. Okay, the final question. What was Hector holding when you dreamed about your childhood while your mother and father spoke in the kitchen?
4: He was holding a book.
0: Unfortunately, he was holding two fishing rods.
4: Oh, which dream?
0: the one where your parents spoke in the kitchen
4: oh that was a different dream we're thinking about
0: mm, that's why I clarified
4: Zed has unfortunately
0: Zed you have failed your inner challenge Grimble you open your eyes and see unbeknownst to you that you are in your uncle's workshop back in your hometown the same workshop that had to close because he couldn't keep up with the demand of new tinkering and inventions. He says to you, Grimble, I need your brains. I need you to solve this game for me to save the workshop. Now, this one's a little different. <laughs> um, I need you, and apologies for our audio listeners at home, but hopefully with editing. This still sounds fun. You will. I need you to <laughs> share see. your screen and play Jez Ball and reach level 5. Incredible.
3: Okay, you fucking...
0: I know right. the Dungeons & Daddies did this.
3: Oh, I did know I was the writer of Borderlands 2 I, was here. I, oh, I, I do know that. To Anthony Birch. Thank now, you. hold on.
0: I had a couple other games that the Flash driver just didn't work for anymore because it was back in 2006 and then i decided that this is still fun
3: you tell me curveball doesn't work still i bet you curveball works
0: oh okay we could do curveball if you want
3: it's up to you we're already in this
0: doesn't really matter this is an homage to one of the other good podcasts out there everybody dungeon daddies
3: beats me i'm just gonna go for it nice moves Oh, 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 oh. oh, you bitch. Is there lives in this? Like, what's the... Yeah. Oh, but you can stack on the line that got completed. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you can see that he's on level one. He's got nine lives left. He's already lost one here.
3: Oh, my Christ.
0: Okay, there oh, you go. you got it. <sighs> okay. so five, it's a level one completed. He has to get to level five. Yes.
4: Uh, that was nice. Oh,
3: oh, nice. Nice. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it. Be, be patient. Yeah. Nice. Oh, there you go.
0: Remember, you can right click to change the orientation. Nice. nice. Okay, he's completed level two. He's still got nine lives left. This is still. We're still alive here.
3: Uh, do we only have the one life left? Gone? Like, I'm trying to look at the screen. No,
4: we got 10 lives. I think it
3: resets. Yeah, he, it, got, right?
0: yeah, he didn't lose a life last time, so he gets one back. He gets so, one back to so full. Fire oh, oh that's
3: tight. Take your time. Is there a timer? Oh, oh. Not on fire. Not on fire.
0: It's okay. It's okay. Eight lives left. He just lost two. Nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah,
3: that's it. Feel that. Feel that. Get
1: the fuck out of there!
0: Nice. Very nice. Okay, he's completely level three. He's got eight lives left. Rough so start. you just have to beat this one, Grimble. This is so nerve wracking. Oh, God.
4: Oh, God. Uh, uh, so long! Oh.
3: Okay, I did Okay, five lives rough. left. Yeah.
1: Oh. This is the last level. Oh, I panicked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no!
3: Oh, that was panic.
0: Four lives. It's cleared 47%. The target is 75 Oh, he's over 50 now. The balls are everywhere.
3: Also not his friend.
0: For those of you at home who have never played jazz Ball before, <laughs> J-E-Z-Z-B-A-L-L, uh, take this as an opportunity to try it out and see how it's... far you can get. <sighs> Three lives left. Got this. Nice. Okay.
3: Get out of there, boss! Yeah. yeah,
0: this uh-huh. is it. Yes. Very, very nice. Ooh, With three, three lives close. left, he completed level four. Uh, you look up from this game that your uncle's given you, and he says, "I'll offer you a challenge. If you can complete two more levels, I'll give you a reward." <laughs>
1: But if you fail, it's as if you failed the whole thing. Uncle Jojo, I love you and all, but I'm going to have to pass. OK, then you,
0: my friend, have succeeded your inner challenge. Haze. unfortunately for you, you have the hardest challenge of all.
3: And I heard the trivia challenge, so that's not good. <laughs>
0: You hear an ominous voice say the following. Your heart is full of rage and emotion. The gnome that your party adopted as your own cursed you for weeks as a small baby. You have angsty feelings because your mother is dead. The woman that you felt attraction to, Aura, betrayed you and turned out to be working for the Wyraxes. It's no wonder that you have so much aggression inside you. As you open your eyes, Hayes, you see the silhouette of a hooded figure. Stepping into the light, you can see your companion, Zed. The voice continues. But for all the hate you have, you seem to direct it most at your friend. To succeed this challenge, you must give a heartwarming speech about Zed.
3: Hayes, sorry I'm so quickly. a 28 on deception as Hayes looks devastated by this. Like, oh my God, this would be impossible. This is the worst news he's ever heard. Meanwhile, all he's thinking about is just that moment of catharsis when he shot Shadow Zed with the crossbow. And as you stated on pod earlier, all that just kind of washed away and all that's left is just the good times and good vibes of people who've just tried to inspire each other. So he's going to tow over. Uh, do I, is that a CZ, correct? This is like, he's can see me he's not just kind of like, you can
0: see him, but it doesn't look like he notices you. It looks like he's kind of just in a room as if by himself. You're kind of like a fly in the wall. So you can speak to him, but it's not like you can interact with him. This is more like a soliloquy or like, a, uh, you know, it just just a, just, a speech from the heart, my friend.
3: Okay. said one of the greatest mistakes that I have made over the past however month, many months we've been together was that I was quick to judge and lacked empathy. Um, I thought when I met you that I knew what it was like to be alone, to feel disconnected, to be Uh, you know kind of cut adrift Um, but I still had the hope that you know my mom was out there like the last time I had seen her at that point she was alive she was you know and and I had met a couple people in the streets who at some point you know you you mean occasional shop owner who throws you like the stale bread at the end of the day like I hadn't really thought about being even if just my memories were gone I would have nothing of these people most of them are dead many of them are gone at this point but I always remember just the the tiny acts of kindness that I saw sometimes Um, so I'm sorry for that I'm sorry that I just immediately supplanted my own problems and our party's own immediate needs over kind of trying to make sure that you also got what you valued out of this and I think actually recently we've been connecting a lot more. And even as the, I think the group's grown tighter and grown closer and we've just been, I know family sounds cliche, but we're finding those bonds that we we lack elsewhere within the group. And I think that you opening up to us, uh, when you came up to me the other day and you said, sorry for calling me a kid. I just think that's that's us showing progress. And I think that we're on the right path to just being healthier and, and better about this. And I just think that's it's very, it's, it's exciting where we're going. I'm exciting when we wake up and we get to have these cool events. I know there's a lot of danger and risk, but kind of knowing that these dangers would be out here regardless. I don't think there's anyone I've ever met who I'd rather be out here than, a uh, case quickly counts because you also get so many people in the party and then realize you can't count that well and goes, all, all of us. Uh, so yeah, I'm just, I'm really glad you're here.
2: And with that, Zed smiles and fades
0: back into a silhouette as you have passed your inner challenge. Haze, Grimble, Chode, you all awake on the ground. You're not sure what happened. Last thing you knew, you were flying. And now you're here. The fog and the clouds are still above you, but a few kilometers from where you are now, you can actually see a spire on the horizon. Beside you, you see Jinxie and Zed sleeping as if
1: comatose. Guys, I just had the weirdest dream. Uh, The technology was incredible. There was like this, this... I don't even know what kind of reality it was, but I was playing this game. I saw my uncle. I feel so inspired. I want to bring what I saw back to life. I don't know if it was just me or any of you guys had similar experiences but wow that was trippy
2: i got to see a big sphinx uh that was weird i don't think i've ever felt like that before um but i showed it i knew riddles i i used my my big robot brains and i and i i I completed them so Suck it, Sphigs. But, Chode, you,
3: you don't have a brain. We. I, uh, what? Didn't you God. hear him? He knows riddles. But we didn't. Oh, it's like the soul question, alright? It's more of a metaphysical brain. But if he knows riddles, he's got enough of a brain for me.
1: Uh, I just, I couldn't remember if we put one in. I, sorry, it means I, I don't have a brain. What? Well, I know you got a soul, but, How do I think, you know, Through your soul.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?!
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Gribbles is just, like, real fundamentalist. <laughs> think through your soul.
1: He's almost thinking about it too logically, so he can't really
3: comprehend. Oh, so,
2: I have a soul? What?
3: While they're arguing, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to our two sleeping companions and I'm seeing it's like shakes that awake. I'm just I'm kind of rattled by the dream and I'm I'm just going to check on him first.
0: Okay, uh, Zed, roll me a con save, please.
3: Does my shaking help him?
0: It does not. Seventeen. Seventeen. The same dark flash that took you into this slumber happens again. However this time for a brief second you see the symbol of Tyok flash in front of your face however you wake up
4: holy f- oh race <sighs> hey you're you're awake it's said like frantically turns around looking for Tyok D-
3: what are you hey hey man you you guys were out of it. For, I mean, we were all kind of worried, but you guys weren't waking up. Are you Are you guys okay? And I'm going I'm to realize the other one's still out too, and also give him, try to give him a shake. Con save, Jinxie.
0: Uh, 24. Similar to Zed. You wake up too, but for the briefest of seconds, you see the symbol of Tyok flash before you.
1: Whoa, whoa. The, the troll, I was back.
2: Oh, and the boat, in the water. Oh my gosh. What is this place?
3: Uh, I'm going to look back at the, the two awake members, like the, the original awake members of my party who are chatting behind me, like, I don't really know where this place is. Do, Joe, you you saw a map before. Do you have an idea of, is that? And I'm going to gesture at the spire in the distance. Like, is that it? Uh. Does that make sense?
2: Looks Looks like it, it, looks like it towers, and we're pro- approximately is in the right area, so...
3: Trying not a lot of towers around here, right?
2: Yeah, it's probably safe to assume. So.
3: Alright, educated guess, we'll call that the tower. Um, can I eyeball sort of how far away we are from the actual tower itself?
0: Yeah, so, important note, though it felt like minutes that you were asleep, you can see that the sun is like lower in the sky it's maybe so six, six or seven o'clock oh, we were yeah. asleep for a while you're asleep for a long time Eight hours. um say again sorry What? why why, why do you ask long rest uh no <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh no so you feel like uh you're probably a half day journey from the tower uh but you you're not sure if you'd be able to get there before sundown
3: but it's not over like it's not you know a Mordor situation where like look at that thing over like six volcanoes it's like it's there it's a half anyway.
0: it, yeah there's like it's it's a part of the mountain ranges so it's more similar to Mordor than i had pictured in my head now that i'm saying it out loud but yeah it's it, there's uh, it's not like it's a flat you know straight Road to the tower, but essentially it's yeah, about a half day's walking journey.
3: Okay, uh, so I think, yeah, we're about a half days out. Um, so I don't know if we want to approach this thing in the daylight. We've met Chain, we've met Funyan, we've met those guys on the road. Like, we know there are other people in this other than just Tyok, and if we want to maybe have minimal interaction, you know, we could approach this at night time with darkness, maybe less guards, maybe you know, some more people on are sleeping, like I'm going to kind of point to the ragged pair who really need to rest like we could definitely, probably some of us use a minute to catch our breath and I mean, we've clearly been out of it for a while and I don't feel any better so we could probably use a second to catch our breaths here.
2: I don't know if we're going to get that in this fog I feel like if we go to sleep here's in the fog again might happen again
4: yeah
3: I guess I could uh, I could put my head in the bag for nine minutes at a time and just you know every every minute pop out for a minute open the bag and then try to see if that'll help and in terms of air I guess the air going into the bag would also be from here so it would probably be worse it would just be constant yeah I'm gonna scratch that idea but- <laughs> I'm just That's so a good tired. idea to you scratch guys. that idea. I just—it's
0: like when your uh, your alarm goes off on your phone and you hit snooze for the eight minutes, and you're like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get some more sleep," but it never feels good. It's just that for eight hours trying <laughs> to get oh of the sleep worst.
2: Just...
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I
3: Joe can't sleep inside you. Uh, no. <laughs> Is the air clean in there? Excuse I'm me, man. I'm desperate.
2: Uh, No, you cannot get inside me. (sighs) Unless you want to be turned into fuel. I don't. Then there you go.
4: We need a different plan then.
2: I think Zed has one.
4: Guys, I don't think... I don't think I'm going to get the rest I need in Weirgazam. My vote is we get a little closer... To some form of landmark not necessarily close enough to the tower that would be in range of any you know enemy combatants but I kind of just want to place a door get into the Arcane Guild we should be able to rest there safely and then attack the tower at, at you know at our best, and, and I don't think we're getting to our best if we keep trying to rest in this godforsaken place.
2: I like that place. Oh, that's very smart, said.
3: When we come back, we'll make sure that the bag and Chode's interior are filled with good air, and we'll be prepped for <laughs> later. Good
2: <laughs> night. Uh,
4: I might rip your wigs
2: off if you keep up.
4: Hazel, <laughs> recognize the same smile from your uh, your inner challenge that you saw on Zed's face after your nice speech. You'll recognise that same smile as he appreciated the uh the, the Hayes humor that can kinda of, you know put a smile on people's face even when times are so shitty. Hayes feels good about seeing the smile. It's reassuring to see that it wasn't just a dream.
2: showed is uh he's gonna whistle for the carpet. Like it appears from right behind you. Ah, oh, good, you're still here. And I'm gonna open my chest cavity and let the carpet go in <laughs> and just stare at Hayes and be like, that's only for him. You don't get to go in this. <laughs>
3: I'm just stewing there, muttering in my breath. I can see all that shitty bad air in there right now, but anyways. We're go back for the good air. The carpet's probably gonna get sick. Like 15, 25 years, that carpet's it gonna see the even effects breathe. of that. Dude, yeah, it's gonna get all musty.
2: I'll give you some musty.
3: Yeah,
4: your carpet in 15, 25 years. <laughs> All right, guys. No, no fighting, no fighting. Yeah, let's let's trudge on and, and yeah. get a little closer and give ourselves a little bit of a break. I'm gonna go ahead and, and go. You guys trudge. I'm gonna take to the skies. <laughs> how much can Hayes see in this fog? Not, not geez. well. <laughs> I hit a tree immediately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so how far are you guys planning on traveling before you set up this door?
4: I'm thinking like, like a half hour away, like, you know, long enough that it's like, you can't be seen by a person that's at this location.
1: I mean, I think that's a great idea, Zed, but I also really love your idea of just getting that rest in. Um, I feel like if we, you know, go to the Arcane Guild now... um, I don't know how the rest of you are feeling, but I could really, I could really just use the break. Um,
4: it's exhausting. Zed's gonna look around, DM for like a a prominent like tree or rock formation or something that like would be like relatively recognizable that I could put a doorknob, but also. Nothing that has a sign that says doorknob here.
0: Okay. Um, looking to your left about 20 feet, there is a large prominent tree. And looking to your right about 20 feet, there's a large prominent rock formation.
4: Sad's <laughs> so too tired to make a decision. And I'm just going to pull a doorknob out of my bag. I'm just going to hand it to Choad And say, I don't... Can you just... And I'm going to kind of slouch over. Oh my god,
2: give me that. I'm going to walk over to the rock formation and put it on. All right, everybody in, let's go. So
0: you all enter the arcane guild and see uh, Tegmar holding uh, a frog over a pot of boiling water. And he kind of like looks back, (laughs) he's like,
3: nothing, nothing, (laughs) nothing, I'm not doing anything.
0: And puts the frog behind his back. What are you guys doing here?
3: Why did that frog have tiny
0: handcuffs? What are you talking about? What frog? We just saw. It he snaps in his head. fingers, and the pot of boiling water disappears.
3: Insert uh, <laughs> check on how much he really wants to be left alone on these frogs. That's a six. You're probably fine to keep asking. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just gonna hold up my mace again. Just like, what's the connection? Like, what's the deal with frogs here, man?
0: Tigmar approaches you, and the jovial old wrinkly face that you've become accustomed to darkens, and an evil you can see behind his eyes. Never ask me
3: about these frogs again. <laughs> Never. <laughs> what? what, what? Fra, fra, I don't even know what word that is. That's right. So I can't?
0: That's right. What are you guys doing here? Um, snaps back see, to normal. Can't see you. Oh, it's good to see you, my friend.
3: Uh, can we rest here?
0: (gasps) A slumber party? Of course you can. And he like claps twice, like the clapper, and then uh he immediately transforms to be wearing like a Scrooge type uh, nightgown and cap, (laughs) holding an old candle, and then a bunch of sleeping bags appear on the floor.
3: It'd be kind of creepy if it wasn't so weird. Uh, I was just gonna crawl into a sleeping bag and be like, now I'm in a bag. I'm going to fall dead asleep.
0: Okay. Uh, Everybody can take a long rest without penalty. You don't need to roll a con save. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Ooh. Yay. You've reached the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, wait don't go yet. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us an honest review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. As well, please follow us on Instagram at EldritchBuds. It's where we post announcements, art, memes, and more. A special thanks to Arcane Anthems for the in-game music and to Zach Parks for our killer intro music. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in, buddies.